Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter, and I appreciate you for listening. This is a podcast where we speak with different creative entrepreneurs about their strategies, stories, and tips to apply and learn. You can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist, and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T, or you can find us at creativeassist.com. Hey everyone, before the show starts, I'd like to give a huge shout out and thanks to our partners at Art and Ambition Studios. If you're a creator, I highly recommend you check them out for resources, support, and to go ahead and check out more that they have to offer, check them out at artandambitionstudios.com. Once again, that is artandambitionstudios.com. Thank you guys, and let's get on with the show. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show. I hope you guys are doing well today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe, share, Leave some feedback as well. You guys already know it's greatly appreciated. Today we are speaking with DeAndre Wilson. He is an entrepreneur, runs a catering business, and a couple other things. I know you got projects, man. Uh, <laughs> tons of stuff going on. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show, DeAndre. How are you today? Man, I'm great. Thank you for having <laughs> me. I appreciate it. There is so much stuff that I'm doing. <laughs> man, so and much. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I'm just doing it. I hear you, man. Uh, well, today I want to talk about those things with you. What's up with that? Uh, what's up with that documentary? Let's start there. Actually, you know what? Before we start there, though, give the people a little bit about. Uh, yeah, I guess who is DeAndre Wilson, man? Because you, you know, from the time I met you, you've grown a lot. Let's catch up a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. So, who am I? So, I am an I'm an entrepreneur from. Uh, Evansville, Indiana, a small town, uh, kind of to the south of Indianapolis, almost into Kentucky. There's a huge like thing that happened way, way before my time where people were trying to figure out, is Evansville going to be part of Kentucky or part of Indiana? So that gives you an idea of how close we are to being in Kentucky. Like, Henderson, Kentucky is 15, literally five minutes away. It's crazy it's how close we are. But yeah, I live in live in Evansville, Indiana, and I'm an entrepreneur, like I said. I do have a catering business. It's on pause right now. Uh, we're looking to scale the business up, so we need a bigger space to do that. Okay. Um, I'm also working on a documentary. Uh, that whole documentary will feature the entire process of the Keep Rolling campaign. Um, and the Keep Rolling campaign is my fundraising platform where I roll a 230-pound tractor tire through my community uh, to talk about fitness, uh, cancer awareness, and to have community conversation. And that's what I do. Fitness, uh, community work, I'm a volunteer. Uh, I do everything. I do, I do a lot of good things. I do a lot of things, period. It's, it's a lot. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all good volunteer work. Um, a lot of hospitality work. I like that, man. I like that. What, thank you. What inspires you, man, to, to do that? Um, and I know that sounds like a cookie cutter question, but I'm being genuine here. Yeah. I, there's so many reasons why I give back. I mean, it's a whole grocery list, but in this moment, the first, the first thing that comes to mind is I want to pave the way for the next generation and where I live, it is so difficult for um, young professionals and, and millennials to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to go 10 times harder 
or a hundred times harder just to make it easier for the next generation to come in this city, not the world, not the state, just in Evansville. Um, And I figure if I make it easier, if I help kind of redirect the mindset, what can happen for the, for the child that sees me rolling the tire down the street or on TV or in a magazine yeah. So I, I I give back in that regard, but I mean, there's so many reasons why. But damn, but damn, but damn, so man, Andre, the, the whole city, my guy. I mean, you know, a lot of us just, we're, we're, you know, especially I'm, I'm speaking for me. I, I think about my family, you know, I think about like, well, if I go hard today, the next generation won't have to do as much. But damn, the whole city, my guy. Yeah. I I mean, for, so back in 2019, I was literally in on all the news outlets, every single magazine. And I'm like, you know, the Keep Rolling campaign is bigger than me. It's much bigger than I am. And I have to share that platform with as many people in this city as possible because my story is their story and their story is my story. And that's why one of the focus, one of the core objectives for a key rolling campaign is community conversation. So, you know, I'm rolling down the neighborhood and someone will come off their porch and they'll help me roll the tire or flip the tire. And then they will tell me uh, a catastrophic event that's happening in their life. I've heard everything from I'm addicted to alcohol, I'm addicted to drugs, pornography, right. um, I'm in an abusive relationship, and the list goes on. <clears throat> And I feel like it's my job not to judge, not to help, but to be just a listener. Okay. I understand and to, that. Yeah. And to lend support only when those, only when people ask. And so I'm encountering people all over the city who are touched by the tire, but they need help. And I think if I can just help people with the mindset of just get out, you're, just get out and walk 30 minutes a day around your block, you'll, you'll begin to feel better. There was, a, there was actually an article that if you walk 30 minutes around your block for one year, you're going to see a major transformation. We're just talking about something you do on a day-to-day basis anyways that we take for granted. Yeah. And I'm just like, just walk around your block. You don't have to roll the tie. You don't have to have a gym membership. Although I do encourage if you want to go to the next level, a gym membership is the thing to do. Yeah, but just <laughs> yeah. walk, just walk around your block, just do that much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, even with some of my peoples that want to, let's say, for example, lose weight, they don't want to take the leap straight into the gym. You know, I say, well, you know, you can, you can, you can take a walk around your block, or you know, is if the if the store is up the street, you don't always got to drive. Walking does release endorphins, and I think that sometimes that's really all we need to pick ourselves up for the day, right? Like some type of momentum feeling it feels good just to do something period. Right. So do yeah, like that no sentiment. Doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I talked to a guy today, as a matter of fact, he said he lost weight from just running around with his child, his children. And I'm like, that that's good. And now he has a gym membership. So he got the weight off, but he said, I need to keep the weight off. And that's why he's now in the gym. So I think that's a great, like a perfect example. Also, I do like what you're doing because it picks people's energy up. And I'm pretty sure you can relate, but you know, when your back is against the wall, it's kind of, it's really difficult to keep your energy levels up to where you can do stuff continuously. And honestly, I think that's how a lot of people end up spiraling out of control, right? And they feel like yeah, they've lost, yeah. they've lost themselves, um, you know, in this, 
big ass pool we call life is because of that reason. You know, they let their energy levels hit low and they just have a hard time finding that pickup. So I think even absolutely. you offering that energy to them, I think that's huge as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, to, to, to help with, you know, stress and to keep your mental, keep your mind tough and strong. One of the things that I do is if I'm ever stressed, it, it's really that I get stressed because of all of the outlets that I have. And I try to keep a balance as best I absolutely can. But if it does ever happen, I'll take the tire and I'll lay it down in the backyard and I'll take a sledgehammer and I'll just hit the thing for, I hit it one time for at least 45 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. I feel so better. I feel so better, like so much better, like after it was great. So That's I encourage, good. I encourage you by boxing, you know, if you can figure it out, you know, you don't have a membership to that. You can buy a bag and gloves and, or, you know, shadow boxing. There's something you can do to help keep your mental tough. Yeah. And focus. I agree. I agree. Focus is, man. Focus is everything. Before we go there, though, I do want to, like, how, how heavy is this damn tire that you're flipping and rolling? 230 pounds. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do this as a daily practice or? Yeah, yeah. So my season's actually getting ready to start uh, officially um, in two weeks. Okay. And so I will be rolling it here and there and wherever I go uh, out and about. Um, here, here in Indiana, we're still trying to get over winter, if you will. So once the weather is consistently in its 50s, 60s, what have you, 70s, uh, my season will start. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the I guess the winter, it snows out there, right? So that's probably not the best idea to be out there in the cold. Here's um, the thing. Here's the thing. I mm-hmm. I roll the tire in about 30 degree weather, 37-ish, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it all the time. Okay. Gotcha. And I had a, yeah. And I had a goal to roll the tire in the snow, but unfortunately <laughs> it never snowed. It, it, yeah. it just never snowed. It just didn't <laughs> happen this season. So it's like we got a little taste of winter bam we're about to jump in the spring okay i see yeah <laughs> it's like the it's like the of course it would happen you know this year you just wouldn't happen to get any damn snow even though you want it right it sucks even though i want it like, i really wanted it for the documentary it'd have been dope it would have been dope that would have been smooth man that would have been something uh you're not worried about your health though i mean the, like can't you get i don't know what's it called hyper something from being from out there in the damn snow doing all that work i mean i would bundle up you oh know. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a bundle <laughs> all the way up. I'm not gonna play with the element like that. No, you can't. I do. No. Uh, plus, here in here in Evansville, we probably get uh, three or four inches of snow, God like ver- versus Chicago that may <laughs> ain't no telling. Yeah, true. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I understand that, man. I get that. Well, well, damn. Well, let's try next year. Hopefully, next year. Um, yeah, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but back to. Back to mental health and, and back to focus, because I know you, you're, you're big on mental health. Uh, just by the conversations that we've had and, um, you know, by what you're talking about right now. So what, why is that such a huge role in, in your life to make sure that you stay tough? I mean, what inspires you to do all that you're doing for the mental health? Mental health, you know, and I'm no expert, but it plays such an important role in how you navigate through life and how you grow professionally and uh, how you grow your relationships. I mean, this is everything. It's the core, uh, yeah. in my opinion anyways, or at least part of the core. And so you have to keep your mental strong. So you, 
stay focused and, and you know how to deal with your emotions. You don't, you know, have outbursts. You, you, you know, I try to stay calm, cool, and collective as much as I can, but I have to keep my mental strong. I have to make decisions, you know, trying to run two businesses, essentially, you have to have a strong mind and you have to also find peace um, with what you do. And I think that's one thing I'm working on this year is to really find tranquility mm -hmm. and have like peace in my life. And it's been a journey to do that. But I mean, mental is so important. I agree, man. You've got to have a balance. A hundred percent. I agree with you. You know, all the older people who I've maybe have talked to, whether they're strangers or in my life, they always tell me that life happens in cycles and waves. It's either one of the two that they tell me. At first, I was like, okay, well, well what do they mean? But the more and more I really keep my mind state always sharp and always strong, the more I can kind of understand what they're talking about. Like when bad shit happens, good is right around the corner, right? Yeah. And it, that's not just an old saying, like that's actually true. Yeah. And I think that people dig deep into our emotions and, you know, it's, it's hard to pick ourselves back up. And It is, really, it is. Yeah, man, but really just understand, okay, this is just another wave of life. The bad has to happen. The good has to happen. Okay, this is, I'm at a balancing point. So what's going to happen next? If you can keep your mind frame like that, man, I think you'll always be, you know, you'll have a good understanding of what's going to happen next and, and to be self-aware. That's true. But and the thing about it is when that bad happens, people dwell on the bad for so long. Very true. It's understandable. But man, like just experiencing what, it, what it's like on the other end of that to not be so caught up in it, you can now yeah. start to see. And just getting people to that point is tough because, you know, I have friends in my life who, you know, they they are like that. Like, you know, something bad happens. They say, you know, it takes them a whole six months to a year to turn things around. And I'm like, yeah. hey, it's hard to coach. I'm like, hey, man, look, listen, it's cool. But you have to actually go out here and put in some work. You know, if like if you're, if you're down on your luck financially, okay, this is what we can do. But it's hard to get people in that. So, it's that I mean, mindset. You've got to adjust your mindset. Um, you know, it's everything. Like for my father, you know, he could have, dealing with two forms of cancer, could have just given up and stayed in the house and done nothing, but he decided to roll a tire. He changed his mindset. Exactly. Exactly. And, and he was able to accomplish, you know, some things and he paved the way in the community. He became uh, recognized for that. He, he, he left a legacy, but you've got to change the mindset and it's hard. I know we're going to admit that it is, but if you don't, if you don't just even try, well, then yeah, it will be hard. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Exactly. You just got to try. I agree. Along with this whole like optimism thing, you know, a lot of people think it's a bunch of fluff and it's a bunch of fakery, right? Like, oh, you know, it's, I hate when people are so optimistic, something's fake behind it. But I, I think people judge that too much. They judge being mm -hmm. happy too much. When people get happy in their lives, they question it. That also allows the negative energy to come back into your life or whenever they meet somebody who's too optimistic, oh, well, this person's probably fake. We got to stop rejecting the happiness and optimism and, and all that other stuff as well because, you know, when we want it and we get it, we deny it anyway. <laughs> right. And, and, and two, you have to define what happiness is to you. A hundred percent. So for me, happiness is being able to go to the coffee shop and talk to people and meet people or be able to take a nap and sit on the couch and binge watch the shop or something on Netflix. Like that's happiness for me or being able to go out to eat with friends and family. Like, 
like those are small wins. That's that's happiness for me. A nap or sitting and watching Netflix with a glass of wine. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's some yeah. people that are like, I have to be able to travel and 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 I gotta get drunk. And I'm like, whoa. That's right. a lot. It's a lot. That, that could that could be a lot. I guess expensive too. That could be <laughs> a lot. Um, but just just taking a nap for me is a win. Mm-hmm. And I can relate. My my happiness is simple. I like to make a smoothie and chill out. <laughs> my happiness is very simple. As long it's as I can, simple. as long as I can barbecue some food, I can drink a smoothie, and I can just kick it. I'm I'm okay. You know, yeah. but like you say, you have to define your own happiness, man, and quit trying to. to quit trying to latch on to you know people's other people's happiness because that's a, that's something that we do sometimes right uh, too, right? Like especially if you're online, you know, you can probably other people's goals and you know dreams and all that stuff can probably rub off on you, and now you feel like you got to do it too. But you got to yeah, understand. and we're comparing each. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's just it's a mess. Oh, Lord. It's you it know what I mean. And speaking of social media, it's so crazy because you know um, I've been so focused on my career lately and and in my podcasting, I haven't even really I don't have as much time to sit and scroll through Twitter, and I look at it completely different now. You know, and not in a judgmental way, but in a way where I can see now, like oh. I feel so light on my shoulders. I don't feel like I, uh, my brain is reacting to everything it reads. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just taking that time off of social media for a little while. I mean, we, everybody says this, but as a reminder, you probably should once in a while. <laughs> but hey, man, find your own happiness right at the end of the day. Yes. Uh, do you meditate or anything like that? Well, naps. The naps? That's, gotcha. That's, I would fill that, that, that question with naps. No, a yeah, good, I could see that. A good two-hour nap. Oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, that's solid, yeah, that's solid. I mean, you know, as long as you're sitting sitting in, in stillness, relaxing, getting some time, you know, to yourself, I think, yeah, I, yes. would, consider, I would consider any of that uh, meditation. Yeah, yeah self-care, uh, 100%, 100%. You know, there's no right or wrong way to, to meditate either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, absolutely not. That's good, man, that's good. I'm, I'm big on it, too. Um, and you can definitely tell the difference when you when you don't have that self care time, right? Like you can feel your stress level starting to rise. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about hmm, what else, man? I know you got so much going on. So how how is that uh, documentary coming out? As far as the creative process, are you enjoying that? Oh man, uh, it's amazing. I've always wanted to do a documentary and to just document the entire process of the keep rolling campaign what, what what's happening thus far on that journey you know showcase in fact i'm a sponsored athlete now that's crazy never thought in my oh, life really? i'd be cons- yeah like let me tell you this right now i do not know how to dribble a basketball <laughs> um i don't know how to play basketball uh-huh. um I, I i'm not any of those things but to then be like yeah i'm a sponsored athlete it's like what it's crazy right. to me uh, but wild, I have, man. it is, it is, but I have the best, um, uh, director for the documentary, shout out to Murphy. He, this man is creative. I can't wait till the trailer comes out. He may do two trailers. I don't know. He's always doing something, but it's crazy. I can't wait to show everyone. Yeah. It sounds, sounds great, man. I can't wait to see it. I know you've been working at it for quite some time, so I know it's going to be good. Definitely. Definitely. 
to let people in into your life in such a in such a way uh, how do you feel about that because you know you are kind of putting you know, what, what what you've accomplished you know why you're doing what you're doing on display i mean even with this whole podcast tour man like what you know is this a part of what you're talking about earlier like helping people and stuff yeah that that would be you know put this podcast out there um the 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 uh podcast was a documentary all put it out there for people to listen to view as much as they possibly can but also give the documentary out for free like i don't i'm not going to charge i want them to just have it um and show it everywhere and take what you can from the documentary and do what you want with it right okay i like that i like that man that's cool that's really cool well um i look forward to seeing it definitely Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to put it out there. I'm kind of planning the first uh, premiere party or screening. Um, I'm really looking for, I'm doing that now as we speak. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, going to submit the documentary um, to a lot of film festivals around the country. I really can't wait to do that either. It's like a, is a, is an indie film type type thing? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Absolutely. How's how's that process like? Is that is that grueling work trying to get through the door or? Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because because the director and I, Murphy, we're both creative in our own way, and then we want to make sure that we absolutely are t- telling the story and and getting our message out there clearly. But I mean, on a creative side, I just recently purchased. Now I may be saying this wrong, <laughs> but the, the 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 Sufi cam. It's a mount. It's a mount that I'll wear that puts the camera on the end of the mount, so you get that like in your face kind of shot. Okay. So when I purchased that, that opened up so many more doors for just being creative. So it's like, okay, this is was crazy. It, was it like a helmet cam? What, what is it? It'll. It's a mount that will be, will be strapped to like my chest or my oh. back. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. I can imagine all the stuff that you can do with that. Then. That's that, that, see, 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 yeah. see what you did, I and see. that's what we did. <laughs> so it's like, well, now we got to get all this stuff. Keep it going on that. Let's talk about because I do want to shed some light on this, even though you know everything is on pause because you know you're finding a commercial kitchen, which I can imagine it's it's hell. But yes, it still shed some light on your catering business. Talk a little bit about what you guys do. What's your mission there? So Jeff and I, we put Turntable together um, now six years ago. Uh, we did that because in, in my neighborhood, um, well, Jeff and I, where we grew up, it's a food desert. Um, the only restaurants we have are fast food. Um, they're kind of out of the way a little bit. Um, and we saw children that would, you know, leave from the gas station or pantries, whatever you call it. Uh, with bags of chips and Pop-Tarts and Roman noodles. And, you know, that stuff is okay as a snack here and there, but uh, to eat it every day, that's, that's going to cause a problem in the future. Yeah. Um, so we put Turntable together. We gave out food uh, away for free for an entire year to kind of change the palate, inspire the palate, and also doing market research at the same time. Uh, we, then the catering business started. We, we got a kitchen. We took off. We were trying to figure out, you know, social impact as well as, you know, be able to live. Um, we were doing all those great things. And then we lost our kitchen mm-hmm. um, due to politics. 
um, here in the city, which is the issue of why we, it's one of the issues why Evansville um, is five to 10 years behind the innovation curve. Um, the, the high level of politics that's played, it's, you know, caused a lot of cool things or what would have been cool things not to grow like they should. Okay. So um, Jeff and I are, you know, looking for a kitchen, but I mean, turntable with the, with the play on music and how it's the turntable is two moving parts, Jeff and I, um, you know, we wanted more, more for ourselves. You know, we were um, in college and even before that, we were in high school, we were talking about, we've got to do something. We had no idea what that something was. We went to college. We studied the same thing at two different colleges. Um, and then, you know, bam, we did it. We, we built a business plan, a strategic business plan, I should say. We went through uh, entrepreneurship classes. Uh, we kind of went through the, the, the ecosystem for small business development in Evansville, even though it's, it's really underdeveloped, but like we went through the classes and the networking and all of that that goes into it. But, yeah. um, you know, we, we, we had it, we had it going, it was strong and it was only going to get stronger, but you know, things happen. Um, business on pause and I had to go find a real job, but you know, we'll get hey. back to it. Hey man, it happens, man. It happens. And that's something that, you know, that unfortunately doesn't get spoke about enough. Um, but I do like the fact that you were able to, you know, admit that, man. A lot of people are too too prideful to say I had to go back to my job, man. I mean, I had to, too. <laughs> you know, when, when, when things get slow, you know, you got to make something happen, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. I, And plus, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur at heart, man, you know, now, me and you both know how much we want to get back to what we love to do, right? How much we want to get back to building something. So you're, yeah. you're going to be out there as soon as things clear up, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of great conversation happening um, in, in my community about uh, a shared kitchen program. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good, lot of good conversations surrounding that. Um, well, hopefully we'll see something in the future, near future, I should say that we can get back to catering and I can once again quit my job. <laughs> well, there you go, man. We're hoping so. We're hoping so. Uh, I want to point out the fact that you guys said you gave food away for free for a whole year. Wow. A whole year. A whole, whole year. A whole year. Um, we wanted to change the palette of um, where we live, Center City, the hood, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tried to touch as many palettes as possible with our food. Um, and we did a good job. It was good. Um, had people come to the house and try our food. We went to community events and gave it away for free. It's rare that I hear someone say, oh, yeah, we just did this for a whole year for free. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we did that. We did that. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And the, thank you. And the value was that market research that we got out of, as well as just getting the brand out there, uh, getting positive feedback from people. I mean, it it paid off. Yeah. Um, we We – we tend to just look at money and profit as value and paid off. No, hearing from the people is value. Very true. I like we that. we, we true. love that. And I mean, it, and like I say, it lasted for a whole year. I mean, all the community events we just we just attended. We just we just gave it away for free. That that value probably comes to about uh, if I had to pull a number, I think it was about three thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. of really a whole year probably about 10 months if you will 
of free food. Okay, that's good. And it sounds very valuable. You got to do market research and figure out what type of menu you guys wanted to craft. So yeah, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we did that and we got to hear back from people saying, wow, this is different or wow, we're not <laughs> used to that. You know, in Evansville, we have a, a it's, it's very um, pizza, wings, burgers driven. Um, we still kind of have that steak and potatoes mindset so oh yeah you know where you're you're at you have so many different flavors of foods and combinations here in Evansville we're we're getting to that but it it, it's definitely taking some time definitely I could see that definitely and you're right there's so many different options out here but you know what man I honestly miss the steak and potato mindset just a little bit man like it's hard for me to find a good hearty restaurant Everything is so light and healthy. I mean, that's which is which is great. I mean, I can't be mad at that. But you know, once in a while, I want to indulge in some shit. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you get tired of eating sushi and you know, like vegan burgers every night. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> well, th- it's funny you say that. We don't even have vegan spots here. Oh wow, at all? Like, period. So we have we have uh, vegan eats and treats. Um, they are a pop up. So we can only get vegan food when they're doing an event, and okay. then a lot of our restaurants, their only vegan option is a salad or a burger, and that's only like here and there. Right. Okay. Damn. So we're behind. We're yeah, behind. I see. Damn. Okay. So uh, is that something that you guys thought like, oh, we can offer more fresh? And healthy foods as well, since there's so so little of that out here. Absolutely, that's okay. what, that's what you know. Jeff and I, Jeff, you know, he's the head chef. I at best I may chop some things up, but he is the wizard behind that, and he cooks with you know fresh product, makes everything from scratch. Um, yes, it's longer, it's harder, but the taste it is where it's at the value pays off right okay you're telling me that that, that jeff is the man when it comes to cook yeah he's the man (laughs) do do you do any of the cooking like at all like at home at least yeah at home okay at home yeah at home i you know (laughs) i i I can do enough to live yeah i got you (laughs) uh same here honestly it's i mean that's all we need right (laughs) fuck it um yeah yeah hey why not but no that's good though man that's good that you guys are bringing some some value to the city, offering some healthy foods and, you know, changing people's palates. I, I like that, man. That's very motivational and inspiring, man. That's dope. Hopefully I'll get y'all commercial kitchen soon. Man, we're working. We're working. Definitely. Good, good, good definitely. So let's talk about, um, I have one more question. Actually, it's kind of a lot to unpack here, but we'll, we'll roll with the punches anyway. What about your story? <laughs> Hard to frame because I'm actually reading a question from one of our uh, listeners, um, Aruba. So thank you, Aruba, for the oh, question. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Aruba. So shout out to her, man. But the way she worded it kind of puzzled me. So let me, let, me, let me think about this. What about your story and what about the journey has taught you? So what have you learned in your journey, uh, your story that has stuck out to you and maybe that could be inspiring to others, um, you know, to, to maybe push forward or do what they like to do as well? Okay, I see we're going to do a lot of unpacking. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like this question is so, yeah, we got to unpack some, man. We got to bring out the suitcase, unzip it, and see what's going on, because there's a lot of shit going on with this question. Yeah, okay. So, I got two answers for that. Okay. So, the first answer is, 
um, understanding what my dad went through. So he knew when the doctors told him there's nothing we can do and he decided to change his mindset. So I roll in the tire. He decided that he wasn't going to go without a fight. Okay. So we, so, so that, and then perseverance. I've learned that perseverance and changing the mindset is key to success. In my opinion, being focused and, and following through his footsteps because his story is my story. And I need to share that with people like, don't give up, keep fighting. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it sucks right now, but it's going to get better. You just stay focused. And so when I'm in the neighborhood and I'm talking to folks, I'm like, you've got to stay focused. Those who say that they're addicted to something, I'm like, you know, I've learned to show up, shut up and listen. Like, I don't say much, but when they ask for, like, you know, my pain and things like that, I'm like, you've got to stay positive. You've got to work on changing the mindset. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it sucks. But if you want to beat this, like you said you wanted to, you've got to stay focused. You've mm-hmm. got to take that, that energy you're using for whatever that negative thing was and replace it with something like a nap or walking or reading a book or getting a, a second job. Or, you know, something. Yeah. Spend time with your family. You got to figure that out. Um, so, I mean, to answer her question, I've, I've learned mental toughness. I've learned perseverance. Um, I've learned that the Keep Rolling campaign is bigger than me. Um, I've, I've taken my, my health back into my own hands. I hope everyone else does it. Um, I've learned as, as, a, as a black man, as man, period, I've learned to open up about my feelings, put it out there. Um, oh gosh, I've learned so much. So much. So much. We're, gonna, we're, we're gonna keep unpacking. Um, what else? Is, <laughs> what else is in the suitcase? I've learned about my body. I've learned about me. Period. Like what I don't like, what I do like, and I've also learned at times everything. I'm not gonna waste time. Um, oh man, we can just keep unpacking. All right. Yep. Yeah. I'm learning about entrepreneurship that, you know, the keep rolling campaign, um, how to turn that into a fundraising platform. Um, gosh, who now I'm kind of on the spot now, but so much experience, man. There's so so much. That is crazy. It's funny what being out here, you know, creating value, like we touched on a little earlier, how doing that can be, you can be such a student, you know, yeah. like entrepreneurship is this, you're a student out here. Um, and I think as human beings, regardless of our titles and such, the goal is to be a student, right? Mm-hmm. Absorb as much info, implement as much info that you find is valuable to you. Um, just be a constant sponge. That's something that I'm kind of in right now as well. Just to keep my, my, my thoughts open. I mean, this has been so much that I've been absorbing, especially like this year already. And it's barely, you know, it's barely the third month. Uh, yeah, I, and I, can I see definitely understand. Your tweets. I've been watching your tweets and favoring them. I can see your transition. Oh, thank you. I like how you mentioned as a black man, you learn how to open to your feelings. That's, that's huge, man. We, yeah. We're taught to be, j- just as men for a second, we're mm-hmm. taught to be the tough guys. Don't cry. Pain. Temporary. We're going to get it. We're tough. We're brutal. 
that's all fine, but we got to talk about the emotional effects that that has. And then as black men, we're taught that we just got to be the warriors. We got to be super strong. We have to always keep our guard up because we never know what's going to happen. That's fine. We need to. But we also got to talk about the emotional effects that that leaves. Yeah, I can definitely speak on the keep your guard up, keep your head on a swivel. I can speak to that for days because, man, that. As much as that's true, and you know, we, we should, right? We should have the awareness and we should be keeping our heads on the swivel because you know, you can't trust everybody. You know how society yeah. is, shit is crazy. Yeah. I get Absolutely. it, I, I understand that. We gotta protect ourselves and the people we love, of course. But man, like, I don't think there's been some days where, you know, sitting around, I'm like, I'm a little, I feel a little paranoid to sleep right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's this, this been a couple of days where I had my days like, oh man, I'm not really comfortable. You know, yeah. it happens. It definitely happens. And that brings yeah. in anxiety and maybe panic. Mm-hmm. So all that we're taught to be the breadwinners of the household. Now, of course, that's changing, but we're taught that we got to be the got to bring the bread home. So 100%. that is what, what leaving the emotions behind the emotions behind that. We gotta talk about that. So, I mean, so as men, as black men, however you want to frame this, we got to talk about our feelings. It's yeah. okay to cry. It's okay to be weak. It's all right. Think about it. For example, I'm a black man in conservative racist Evansville, Indiana, rolling a tractor tire around the city. I am vulnerable in that moment. You got to think of the fear. You got to think of uh, what's expected in that moment. I mean, it's all those things I'm putting myself out there and you know we get what we get when i when i start rolling around but all that happens all that is considered as i'm in the neighborhood when when you get home man like see this is this is the thing that gets me right like we we like you said you know we're out here go through different things depending on our circumstances i mean i'm a black man living in a predominantly white neighborhood i haven't seen a black guy for miles like yeah you know this is just my daily and you know thankfully the situation with cops, they change the the head of, you know, whoever's out there, like the captains, like they switched the team around. So I haven't really been harassed. But for a minute there, um, I think in 2017, 16, it was, it was hell. It was every day getting stopped, getting guns drawn. I mean, just, just, and just from that phase that brought in anxiety, you know what I'm saying? And just, not, yeah. you know, I sweat a little bit when I see the cops behind me, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, just different circumstances we go through. And then when we get home, we have to now deal with, you know, maybe our friends and, and, and different mm-hmm. things. And sometimes we don't have time to sit with ourselves and deal with the stuff we just dealt with outside. So I don't know, man. I just think that we were talking about earlier with self-care. It's just so important, I think, for all men, uh, you know, and black men as well, to come home, mm-hmm. sit down, find the time to take care of ourselves, readjust. Then we can come back out and be our best selves. We have to. We have to do that. You know, you mentioned about your, your experience with the police officers. I've been pulled over. Yeah. Rolling the tide. Oh, man. That's tough. What'd they do? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the first officer, total, total disrespectful um, to the 10th power. Um, I told him why I'm doing this. And he wasn't buying it. I don't know why. Um, it's not like I'm going to steal a tractor tire. 
I mean, it makes sense now because I've been doing it for so long. But, I mean, do you really think someone's going to steal a tractor tire? I mean, I would just go steal a Lexus if that was the case. Right. I mean, but, like, uh, 230 yeah. pounds. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your no, initial you thought is, why would I steal a tractor tire? What am I doing with that? But anyways, mm. um, I tried to explain, you know, this is why I'm doing this. This is the reason. He was not having it. So in that moment, you know, when I got home, I, I you know, had to smarten up. I had to think through it as I began to kind of reflect so going forward, every time I would get pulled over by the police, I would just tell them I'm training for CrossFit, and they just leave me alone. Okay, well, that's good. At least you found something that you can use. Cause they, yeah, found, yeah, yeah. Cause the, truth, the truth doesn't work. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so I had, to come up with, I had to come up with something that sounds familiar to you guys that worked. And, and, and I also want to mention there are some good officers out there that encourage me to keep going uh, brought me Gatorade, uh, took a picture with me. There are some out there that do that. But it's because you have those really disrespectful ones. It makes the good officers look bad. Oh, yeah, very true, very true. And there's always those, you know, those those bad few, right, just out here doing yeah. whatever they feel. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it's going to happen. It's almost human nature to have somebody out of the bunch that's going to take advantage of their position and, you know. But, Absolutely. Yeah. It's always the young ones. It's always the young ones that approve themselves or the old ones that don't know what to do with themselves anymore. Yeah. It's always one side of the, it's always one side of the scale. Not the in-betweens are okay. They get it now. Mm -hmm. You know. Or or <laughs> always got it and are good. But it's always either the young bucks that just came on or the real old ones that have that that mindset. Right, yep. Exactly. But yeah, man, I mean, that's, well, at least you found something to, to, to negate further questions and, you know, leave you alone because man, like we were talking about earlier, you know, we just pray that situations don't go left, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's the thing. And so what's getting ready to happen now? Well, last year, what helped besides me just saying CrossFit is I was in the paper and on the news and in magazines like every other week mm -hmm. I was on radio and pot, like all of that stuff kind of helped. But what I'm getting ready to do is have the mayor roll the tire. Okay. And, and that will help. <laughs> That's going to help kind of smooth out the transition even more or the, the, the situation even more, I guess you could say. Right. Because now, you know, you have someone who's important that does this. I, I can see how that exactly. all is going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, an yeah. important figure to the city. And now, okay, you know, if, yeah, it makes, it makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So. That's, and that's huge too. That's, I mean, you know, it's not just roll over that. That's pretty awesome in, in itself. <laughs> Having the mayor roll your tire. That's cool. It's going to happen. So I'm excited. But um, yeah, man. I mean, damn, we, we, uh, we unpacked a lot today. <laughs> we unpacked a lot. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy too, man. I like this. I like this. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank it's, you it's, for it's having me. And thank you for letting me just come on. Of course, man. Of course, you know, anytime, uh, you know, for the people listening, we, we did this a while back when I got on and I was listening and I was editing, I was like, man, like I kept hearing popping sounds. Maybe it was on my end. I didn't have that good of equipment when I started, but I'm glad that we were able to, you know, make up for lost time. So definitely, definitely. I'm glad, I'm glad that we did this. Of course, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to everything that you got going on. Hope to see that documentary. Hope to see you doing a TED talk, man. So much shit. I just hope to see you do it all, man. I'm definitely keeping a close eye. So. 
I definitely am. I, de- I man, I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna try to do as much as I can. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. So, where can we support you? Keep up with you and all that good stuff, man. So, you can add me on Twitter and Instagram, DeAndre D Wilson. Um, keep rolling campaign on YouTube, or add me on Facebook or LinkedIn, DeAndre Wilson. And the cool thing that you'll be able to identify me is that the default picture is me with the tire. Okay, cool. I think mean, cool. there's there's not a whole lot of people I want to say in the country that have a tire and them in their default picture. I'm almost positive I can say that, <laughs> which is true. I I, I could definitely see that. So. Um, we'll definitely be checking your stuff out, man. I, I think you guys should go ahead and see what he's up to. Give him a follow, and you know, just 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 be inspired not to only you know do do good for the community, but do good for you know do good for yourself, and you know, take care of your mental health and to keep your energy high. That's important. You do the same. I mean, all 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 do you as well. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Um, once again, man, appreciate you coming on, and I'll I'll talk to you soon. I right, man, see you soon. All right, take care. Hey everyone, that'll wrap up this week's episode. I hope you found this one valuable. Once again, I appreciate you for listening and I encourage you to subscribe and share and leave some feedback as well. That'd be greatly appreciated. Also, you can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T and creativeassist.com as well. So I hope to talk to you next time on the next episode of the Creative Assist podcast. Until then, take care.